0: Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later.
1: We also want to duly note, this is an explicit podcast where we'll be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian. And Morgan. Are you ready?
0: Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Morgan. Hey, Jillian. How was your week? Busy. It's always busy. As usual.
1: I know. But never too busy to do this podcast. Never. Never. We'd love doing this podcast. I do. It's awesome. Hey, what's a uh, What you buzzing about?
0: Hmm. Well, my husband and I are about to put up our pool. I'm so excited. That's pretty much that and softball and T-ball are what my life consists of currently.
1: Yes. I'm down for the pool. Uh, not so much on the T-ball right. and the softball. But I mean, like I'll go and right. watch the kitties and like, you yeah. know, support and read books. while right. That's happening. But um, I'm spending the summer at your house. Yeah. And I've already uh, ordered my pool float, so Amazon will shall be arriving at your house shortly.
0: (laughs) I will look out for it. What are you buzzing about?
1: Um, My garden. Mm. It's finally time. Mm -hmm. I'm a starter plant kind of cheater when it comes to my garden, but I am all about my fruits and my vegetables, and I really enjoy doing it in the summer, so that's what I've got going on. Are you doing strawberries again? I am. They were so good last year. Yeah. We do lots of good stuff with yes. the garden. So it gives my husband and I something to do. Right. We love it. Yep. We're old like that, but it's cool. Um, So we read a series. We did. We read the Raven Hood series by Kate Stewart. So these are three books, *Flock*, Exodus, and The Finish Line.
0: So these are ginormous on TikTok. Yes. Thank you, TikTok. It is where we first heard of the series it's very. Some love it, some don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is marketed sometimes as a reverse harem. I did not agree with that. I told you right. Uh, but there are also videos like mm-hmm. YouTube channels and stuff that have reviewed this series. Mm-hmm. Did you agree with what the what the masses were saying?
1: I didn't. And it was like, I kind of fought you tooth and nail on having to read this Mm -hmm. Um, because the three books together, there are a lot of pages. It's like every book gets longer. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to And then I was seeing. So I, I went right into the reviews. Right. So I'm reading reviews. I'm watching TikTok videos. I'm watching YouTube videos. And I am seeing people literally lose their shit. And cry and not even like have coherent sentences. Like, I'm not understanding what you're saying, girl, because you're like wailing. Right. What the fuck? And then I've called you and I'm like, I'm not reading this. Like these people are <laughs> saying that their entire lives are now ruined. Like they're emotionally exhausted after reading this right. series. And I'm like, why would you want to do this to me? And it's a reverse harem too. like, I don't understand what's happening. Um, But I've read him and I don't agree with. Right. I don't agree it was a reverse harem um I do believe there's a chick with multiple partners but I don't believe it was a reverse harem and I don't think I was emotionally exhausted from reading it
0: right so that phone call really did happen yeah and I was like buck the fuck up you're fucking reading this book I know series series uh
1: and I put my foot down. And I said, I'm only reading Flock. Fuck you. I'm only reading Flock. Right. And then what happened? I read Exodus. Right. <laughs> okay. But I did not read the finish right. line. Not because you didn't want to. You right. just ran out of time. I ran out of time. Right. Because I was too busy pouting and stomping and throwing fits. Right. So I do, I'm kind of a little upset with my YouTubers and my bookstagrammers and my TikTokers because you guys set me up thinking that I didn't want to read this book because I just right. didn't have the kind of emotional ability to handle devastation right Right, now. Like no one wants to sign up for that shit. So stop telling people that. Like you
0: need Yeah. And I mean she did say like is this real? Like please you'll tell me the truth. And here's my truth. I am Sometimes, actually, most of the time, I am an an emotional human. Mm -hmm. I cry over dog commercials. In fact, I cry over everything, whether I'm mad, angry, sad, whatever it may be. Yeah. I did not cry in this series. I don't usually cry when I read books. Not that I don't feel a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. It's not that my feelings aren't there. I just don't feel enough to cry. I also didn't feel life devastation because this is not my life. Right. This is a book <laughs> and while I was emotionally invested and I I did have a lot of feelings about this book. And mm-hmm. was I sad at certain times or like, what the fuck other times? Yes, sure. But I was not, I did not get emotionally invested like some other readers did.
1: Yeah. Well, I've never, I don't think that I've ever watched a YouTube video before and actually seen people like cry and wail. After, like, they'll be like, I'm getting ready to read a flock, you guys. And then, like, two seconds later, they'll come back and, like, mascara is running down their face. And this chick is, like, hardcore crying. And I'm like, I am not reading this. What the absolute fuck? That's so rude. Like, who wants to read a book that you know is going to devastate you? Like, you have to plan for that shit. I didn't have time right Right. now to, like, be devastated. So.
0: Now, if I would have cried, I would have told you that. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have been doing this. Right. But because me, Miss emotional did not cry. I was like, you will be fine.
1: Yeah. And I was. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not a heartless human, so I don't want anyone to think that. And if you had strong emotions that led to the kind of crazy that I was seeing in reviews and stuff, then, you know, I'm really sorry that that (laughs) occurred for you. Right. Um, it did not occur for me. I think it was a great story and I was invested in it because again, I had put my heels in and I'm like, I'm only reading Flock and that's, that's it. Yeah. I'm not reading Exodus. You're going to have to do this on your own. And she was like, okay, whatever. And I called her back. I'm like, fine. I'm like halfway through Exodus, <laughs> but I'm not reading the finish line. And again, I just, cause I ran out of time, yeah. but the series, let me give you a couple of little bits of your stats, yo. So this is a Kindle Unlimited series. Yep. We love our Kindle yes. Unlimited series. So this fit right in. Which, and... by the
0: way, you can now get under the Smart Hive.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been out for our, a couple yeah, weeks. Go
0: to our link tree that is linked in our Instagram. Right. Yeah.
1: I think there's a free trial.
0: Free trial. And yeah. for Audible, too.
1: Yeah. There you go. shameless plug right there Mm -hmm. anyway um so and uh back to kindle unlimited i like the author kate stewart um she has a great social media following again that's where we got the idea to read this book because everybody is reading and talking about this book series um so to start out you've got a girl i will say this part was a little confusing because when you actually start out the book she's older, like I think 26 or something like that. And she's coming back to this town and she's describing to you like some weird shit, like some really dark, devastating shit. And, but when you actually do start the book though, she's only 19. And she is in a situation where she's estranged from her father and her father's like this rich business owner. And she has to move home for with him and work at his factory, like from the ground up for like a year. And that is part of her, requirement in order to inherit, uh, as his only child, but again, they're estranged and she has a sick mother that she needs to take care of. Um, so in order to do that, she needs this money. So she's got to totally move home in with a stranger to a strange town and work a year at this company in order to get through her life. Right. And I believe that she, this is like the summer starts out in the summer between, um, graduating high school and starting college. Correct. Yeah. All All right. right. So her name is Cecilia. Uh, dad's name is Roman and pretty quickly, uh, Cecilia is telling you that like, she's just wanting this year to pass and that she's not going to be paying attention to anything or anyone because she has plans. She has plans to go to school. She has plans to get this money, to take care of her mama. And she's got like a best friend back home and she just wants to get back to her life. So she meets a really hot guy kind of right off the bat through work. Um, he turns out to be our boss, and so that's kind of a little kinky, right. I think. You've yeah. got your boss, you
0: know, relationship. His name is Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty cool. I liked him. I actually, Sean is very charming. He is funny. You can tell he's like a good human being. He looks yeah. at the world uh, kind of like we need to live in the now. Who cares about the past? Who cares about the future? Right. Uh, what feels good to us now? Right right uh so they start off a friendship yeah um it's a slow burn yeah. like they obviously are attracted to each other but neither of them make a move and he takes her uh to a party yeah uh, that we as readers know there's something off about the people the, at this gathering mm-hmm. she does not really necessarily focus on that she's focused on a guy across the yard that's literally giving her like i hate you vibes like Mm -hmm. he's glaring at her he says mean things to her and then we meet him as dominic who is sean's best friend
1: who also happens to be like the second hottest guy right that she's ever seen in real life like sean being the hottest guy right and now she's meeting Dominic, who's, like, the second hottest guy. And you find out that they are, like, best friends, uh, brothers, and that they have some funky beliefs. Right. Um, And she just kind of goes with it. Yeah. Like, she doesn't really give Dom the time of day as far as... Going back at him, like she's kind of looking at Sean to defend her, to be like, "This is your guy," and he's kind of coming at me right. all crazy, and I'm not like a slut or a whore, like I'm your friend, and I'm yeah. here to defend me. And Sean's kind of like, "Well, you gotta learn to hold your own when it comes to Dominic." Right. So that was a little weird. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I can't believe that you didn't think that was like a red flag.
0: Right. Also, a red flag for me is. You're meeting people. You're trying to, like, understand who these people are and what this group is. And everyone is being, like, super secretive. They won't actually answer questions. They, mm-hmm. like, answer them with another question. That's red flags popping up all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. But she's like, nope. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I, I didn't hate Cecilia. I liked that sometimes she did give back yeah. some sass. And she wasn't really someone that let you walk all over her, but I did feel like she was very, uh, I don't know, like, boring. Yeah. Like, there was really nothing about her character other than when she was fighting back. Mm -hmm. She was just kind of, like, go, like, boring. She would agree with everything that everyone said.
1: Yeah. She went along. With it and didn't ask, like she asked her questions and when she wasn't getting answers, did she get frustrated? Sure. But did she still stick around? No. Yeah.
0: I mean, yes, but she didn't like keep going. Like she didn't keep asking questions for me. If I ask a question and you don't answer it and I can tell you're not answering it for a purpose, I feel like I would keep pushing. Yeah. Like, what are you hiding? Because I'm starting to feel uncomfortable and she didn't do that. She stuck around even though she didn't do that right and at this time she's just around for sean right
1: and so their relationship even though he is her boss like it's not really talked about a whole lot Mm -hmm. like it's secret at work so like people don't know but But they know know, and you know whatever but she's also the boss's daughter so they all kind of have to shut the fuck up and leave her alone and she is doing like the straight regular higher-end job you know she is doing it so whatever Um, She's still estranged from her dad. It's really uncomfortable, the situation that she has with her dad. There's a whole long story that's involved in it, but it's still very weird. Um, But they don't, when they do converse, it's cringy, I feel. Yeah. um, Because you just don't expect a father and daughter to talk to each other in the way that they do or have the relationship that they have living under the same roof. But it isn't a mansion. So whatever. So you have the relationship with Sean growing. She knows that he has a really funky belief system. She knows he's probably part of some kind of secret society, but he doesn't answer her questions and he isn't defending her with Dominic. He Mm -hmm. really throws her to the wolves with Dominic and says, you're just going to have to deal with it. And then it's a very slow burn. So he touches her and he says things to her, but he's not really fucking her. Right. And at this point she is just, her panties are on fire for this man. Right. Uh, But you do finally have your sex scene and it's great.
0: Yeah. It's like he takes her to this like waterfall in their town and they like have sex behind the waterfall. Yeah. He like packs a picnic. Yeah. And And it's her. She makes the first move. And he's like, fucking finally. And she's like, what do you mean? Why didn't you make the first move? And he's like, I wanted this us to be your decision. Right. And that's kind of how Sean is. He, He doesn't like to push an agenda. He he has his own. He doesn't mm-hmm. push it to anybody and he wants to make sure that if he's going to bring her in or tell her things, that everything is her decision. Right. So. I loved it about him. I, I love Sean. Yeah. I, their sex scenes were hot. Yeah. Like he knows how to please a woman. Yeah. For being whatever, 20. 18, yeah. 19 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they begin this relationship. It's a good relationship. They get along well. They have hot sex. Mm-hmm. They have good conversation. Uh, and then they go to the lake, right?
1: Well, I think what happens is Sean actually has this like conversation with her and says, you know, you don't hate Dominic. Like, you're trying to make me believe you actually right. find him really attractive. And if you wanted to, you know... do stuff with Dominic or relay that to Dominic like I'm totally fine with it and she's like wait what huh like I don't understand what's happening and he's like your body is yours like it's free like I appreciate the time that you spend with me yeah but he's my boy and so if you I know that you want him and it's okay it's natural right like all this kind of stuff and so he puts that like little bug in her brain and then her and Dominic and Sean just the three of them spend the day at the lake like on this big gigantic float right And I think Sean, like, puts her hand on Dominic or something like that to kind of reiterate, like, it's okay with me. Because she's technically with Sean. Yeah. And the mood hits and sexiness occurs and Dominic is fucking hot. And before you know it.
0: They're having a threesome. They're having a, a,
1: well, I don't really consider it a threesome because they never really fucking her at the same time. So it's kind of like Sean's fuck or Dominic's fucking her. And then when Dominic's done fucking her, Sean fucks her. But it's not like they're all three touching each other a whole lot at the same time. No,
0: I think it's more like watching.
1: And talking to and each talking, other about it. Yeah. And
0: it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of learn Dom, Nick, Dominic, Dom, whatever, has wanted her this whole time. Right. He's just an asshole. He's just an asshole. Uh, but once she makes that decision, he's still an asshole. Yeah. But he fucks her real good. Real good. At this point for me... I like Dom. I was
1: down with all of it. Right. I was fine with it. Yeah. I was like, this is not a reverse harem. Right. This isn't really even technically yeah. a threesome, but I'm down for yeah. it. I'm down for everything that's happening. Yeah.
0: And it is, I feel like, important to know this is the only time that they're all together. Right. At the same time. At the same time. So... After this point, you kind of move into, like, what their life is in general for a little while. Right. So she's dating Mm Sean and she's dating Dominic. Right. She is fucking both of them, but she will, like, on, for example, rainy days are Dominic's. So she will stay with Dominic for the whole day. And then the other... Sunny days. Sunny days are for... Sean. Sean. And she does feel guilty, still yeah and continues to for the entire time she does it because she enjoys it and she really at this point does love both of them Mm -hmm. but she feels guilty about it and sean knows that she feels guilty about it and he tries to tell her like don't Mm -hmm. you know so there are a couple things that happen as far as like arguments and stuff and she does dominic really does uh Kind of make her feel like shit a couple times. Yeah. And again, Sean does not, he does not defend. No. He makes her do it on her own. Mm-hmm. So, Because
1: Dominic's a badass yeah. and he's an asshole and he's like in some kind of a leader capacity, yeah. you almost want to think. And so it's not that Sean is scared of him. It's just like, well, if you want this with Dominic, you have to learn Dominic and to control Dominic the way that I do. Like, it's up to right. you. I'm not going to fight your battles for you. And she gets mad at them for that. But then they also still continue to take her around the secret society type parties. And she's not in the know. She doesn't know what's happening. She just knows it's itty little bitty pieces of like what their belief system is. So I do think that that's a little bit complicated. But you do find out that they answer to someone. Yes. And this someone is dubbed the Frenchman. Right. And the idea is they want to keep her secret. Yes. Well, then why did you take her to all these parties if you wanted her to be secret and not think that the word was going to get back to the Frenchman that you two now have, like, essentially a living girlfriend?
0: Right. Which I didn't quite understand. I was confused. Um, Because, yeah, they kept her secret from him, but she was not a secret in any other way. No. No at all no not really a secret at work not really i
1: mean they still went places and did things and even without the secret society people but you do get this like side cast of characters now yeah that she really likes yeah And again, who still won't give her any straight answers, but are still cool to her, respectful of her, and allow her to hang around. And everyone kind of knows that the boys are sharing her. And I think a lot of people are just trying to figure out what that really looks like. Mm -hmm. So they're curious. But also, Dominic is not the type of man to have an attachment. Right. Because he's very, he had a very fucked up childhood and still remains weird. I
0: will say my favorite side character was Tyler. Tyler. Tyler's a great side character. He's, like, one of Sean and Dominic's really good friends. He's also a part of the secret society. But mm-hmm. he's, like, funny. And he really does, like, have Cecilia's back and, like, cares about her. And you can tell that. They yeah. have that kind of friendship.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I do want to just... Things happen. You find out a, a little more about the group. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at the end, it is found that the Frenchman has found out, and Dominic and Sean make a decision to oust Cecilia. Yeah. In the worst way possible. Yeah. Like, public humiliation, yep. it devastates her, she goes home and is devastated Yeah, for a while.
1: Well, they make it a point, like, publicly yeah. to basically call her a whore and just say that they're done with her. And she doesn't believe them, but she can't believe that that's the route that they're going. And she doesn't understand, but they're trying to break up with her because essentially they don't want the Frenchman to know that they care anything about her, that she was just a girl that they were fucking. So they're very publicly doing that to her. So she's devastated because she felt like she Opened herself up to have this like multi relationship, this polyamorous type of thing. And then they go and do this to her. And she's like, so she's devastated on two fronts. She lost two men. Yeah. So she, it's, it's absolutely, you know, she's doing everything in her power to get them to come back and admit that they love her and want her. And when she draws the attention, she draws the attention of the Frenchman. And that's your cliffhanger. Right,
0: of book one. Of
1: book one, which is why I started to read it, yes. too. Because I'm like, well, who the fuck are you? Right. And who, what is going to yes. happen now?
0: Yeah. And the end of book one really does kind of end with, she's at her home. She goes downstairs, and there's a man in her kitchen. Yeah. She, she knows immediately who it is, the Frenchman. Mm-hmm. But he is, like, devastatingly handsome. Like... Hotter, but than Dominic s- but and Sean. scary too. Right, and so she knows if he's here, shit's fucked up. Yep. So that is how book one ends. Um, I mean, I was kind of like, oh shit! I'm when I read the series, I immediately started reading book two. Yeah, I had
1: to know. Yeah, I needed to know who he was, and you get to find out. Yes. really quick. So right into Exodus. You find out that the Frenchman, his name is Tobias King, um, and he's Dominic's older brother. But he is also in charge of their secret society.
0: He is the man. Yes. Which the secret society at this point, um, they're the Ravens. The Ravenhood. The Ravenhood, which is what the series is called. And the thing about the second book for me is there is a lot of flashback in this book. I'm not a huge fan of flashback, Mm -hmm. like one flashback to tell me maybe like who this person is and why they are, who they are is fine. But there was a lot of flashback in this. Yeah, there was. And the flashback is based on Tobias. It's his flashbacks and the flashback chapters are his age now. That's book three. Well, there are some in the second book. I
1: think there's maybe one or two. And there's some from Dominic, too. Because you're trying to figure out the relationship between Dominic and Tobias. You're also figuring out that Tobias is the one that is responsible for sending the boys away and telling them they can't have anything to do with her. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't tell her that eventually they're going to come back. Right. So she thinks they've left her and yes. that they really did not want her. And yeah. she imagined all of these things. And she hates Tobias with everything right. that she's got inside of her. Yep. She
0: hates him. Hates. So book two, there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of hate. There's yeah. a lot of hate sex. Yes.
1: Yes. Hot, which is really hot
0: hot hate sex
1: between tobias yes. and cecilia
0: i think he doesn't want to like her at all he wants to hate her he's known about her mm-hmm. for a long time you mm-hmm. find out and it's a lot of push and pull with them right and there's a big plot that has to do with her father right but we're, we're not, not yeah out. you have to read yeah so but we'll, he's known yeah, about her. Yeah. So um we'll kind of stop here. We'll talk a bit about how they all kind of come back together in that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Um after you hear from our sponsor. Okay. Hello. Hi, welcome back. Hey. Okay. So let me set the stage. Okay. Tobias and Cecilia. Are fucking outside by the pool. Well, they're in almost like a live-in relationship at this right. point. Yeah. Like, she's
1: let the boys go. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about him. They're,
0: like, in love. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. They he, haven't really said it. No. But he loves her. She loves him. They're all in, you know, yeah. gonna make this work. Right. And Dominic and Sean come around the corner and see them. Yep. And they're like, what the fuck is this? It's a great scene. It is a good scene. Yeah. Because you learn, obviously, that Tobias sent them away. And he wanted her, so he took her. He stole her, knowing that the A boys were going to come back. Mm -hmm. And that the boys still wanted her. Right. And he also knew that she knew... They weren't coming back, thought. Yeah. But he knew they were. Yeah. So we have Dominic and Sean who are fucking pissed at Tobias. I don't think they're pissed at her. I think they're more upset and disappointed. But they quickly learn that she thought they were gone and never coming back. So she just moved on. And they can't really fault her for that because they didn't give her anything to say we're coming back. Right.
1: But Dom's not letting go of the fact that he knows that Tobias is the brother, right? And he's like, "You fuck, you're fucking my brother,"
0: right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's awkward. a thing. That's awkward, but yeah. it's a thing. So, and Tobias now has a woman he loves that is pissed because she now knows he lied to her, right? about a lot of things right and everyone's relationship now is fucked except for dominic and sean right so lots of drama Mm-hmm. lots of side w- plot lines yes lots of side plot lines essentially tobias does after a couple days goes and tries to talk to dominic and sean yeah and they're having none of it. No,
1: they don't want anything to nope, do with it. they're done. They're still with their cause. Yes. And he is still the leader, yeah. but they're like, as far as brothers and yeah. family, they're done. Done.
0: Yeah. And Cecilia isn't talking to Tobias. Nope. Because she's pissed and done.
1: And she's trying to talk to the boys. Right. And they're not really talking yeah. to
0: her. So she decides to fuck some shit up because no one is talking to her. So she goes to their, I don't know, like, auto shop or something that they have. I don't like their, like, business slash right. clubhouse. And she decides to go crazy. She slashes everyone's tires. Yep. She does some other shit. I was like, this bitch has gone off the rails Oh, here. yeah. I don't blame her, though. No. She's gone off the goddamn rails. Yeah. she's like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck all you. And
1: fuck your cars. Right. Fuck your business. Right. Fuck everything. <laughs> right, right. You assholes.
0: Yep. Yep. So she go she does it she goes back home Mm -hmm. to her mcmansion Mm -hmm. and dominic shows up yep she's does not trust him Mm -mm. she doesn't know why he's there because at this point she thinks he hates her and he's mad right which he is mad but he doesn't hate her and so he has a gun and she's like i don't want you near me with a gun so he sets the gun down and he follows her upstairs, and he's essentially like, I've never seen Tobias look at like another woman like that. Mm-hmm. And they kind of make, I don't know what to say amends, but they're like, for he kind of is forgiving, mm-hmm. and she understands that he has now forgiven her. Right. Now, the downside of this scene, which I really liked, is like shit's about to go down. Right bad shit there's an enemy there's an enemy they break into her house tobias is there decisions have to be made blah 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 we're not spoiling this because we're not assholes right anyway tyler has been told by tobias like get cecilia out of here you leave never come never never come back to this town ever yep so tyler essentially grabs her and takes her to a car that's like in the backwoods. And he's like, here's cash. These are your instructions. Do not come back. Do not call us. Do not anything. Yeah. Like, I love you. Have a good life. Goodbye. Bye. And she does. How devastating, right? Yeah. Literally her entire life was just ripped away from her. Yep. By other people. Like she had no control over this. Mm -hmm. She knew that she stayed like, bad shit was going to happen. So she had no choice but to go. Mm -hmm.
1: And bad shit did happen.
0: She left. She did what they said. She gets a phone call that she hears sounds that are equivalent to the person. Mm -hmm. So she knows they are okay. The person talking is a girl, you'd make, you would have no assumption that anything bad has happened. It's just kind of like, have a good life. It was nice to know you. Like, goodbye, this is your closure, you're done. Bye. Bye. Yep. That's it. That's it. She So she's been exiled. Yep. She moves back to where she grew up with her mom, her best friend's there. She goes to college. She's successful. Her dad dies. Yeah, she has a... She, she has, doesn't go yeah. back
1: to the town to the funeral. No. She stays away because that's yep. what they told her to do.
0: She's engaged.
1: Um, yeah, I think we're like what six years. Yeah, six, six years. seven years. Yep, and she finally decides she has to go home. And yep. this is where we started the very beginning the of the prologue book long, the of her first book. I hate prologues. Um, I know. And so when she gets home, she pretty much has to take on Tobias. Yeah. And she wants to, because yeah. she wants answers. She's broken her engagement. Right. She's ran away from her life. She's still in love
0: with him. She wants she, to be with him.
1: She wants to, she, she can't get over everything that yeah. they've gone through yeah. and he's still her one. Yeah. And she shows up and is like putting it all out on the table. I mean, she has to do a little manipulative to play him yeah. because he doesn't want anything to do with her. Yep. And he tells her like, it was all in your head. It was just sex. Yeah. Like you've never met anything to me, whatever. And he's even dating someone else right i had emotional issues about that particular right. storyline that i did with some of the others
0: just like how it was written and how cecilia felt in that moment when she saw him with another woman mm-hmm. was as a reader you could feel the devastation yep. because she stopped her life right she came back It's a couple years after her dad has died. Mm -hmm. She needs to sell his house. It's just been sitting there. In his business. Yep. In his business. She has her own business. She's very successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, her lawyer comes with her, Ryan, whom I love, by the way. Great side character. Love him. Uh, And she goes to sign this business deal Mm -hmm. that's supposedly the best business deal she could ever get. And she sees at the very end of the contract a raven, like a stamp. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hold the phone. Yep. It's Tobias. And immediately she's like, I will not sign anything else until I meet the owner of this company. Mm
1: -hmm. He has to talk to me. He has to have a
0: conversation with me. So she forces their conversation. And it does not go how she wants it to.
1: No, because he's still fighting her every step of the way. And there's some great, like... Hate sex yep. that happens. Um, I'm not offended by it. Some of the reviews I read felt like it was non consensual. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Uh, Very no. consensual. What? No. Yeah. I yeah. didn't read
0: that. That's garbage. It was
1: garbage. It's completely consensual. um But he still leaves and she still leaves and she's still leaving without him. And she's finally deciding this is book two. She's finally yep. deciding she's done. She's going to give up on yep. him. And she's just not meant to have love and blah, blah, blah. And she walks away from all the money, all the family name that
0: she has and him. And they can't find her for a while. And then you go into book three. He essentially tells her to leave. Mm -hmm. He's like, we're not going to be a thing. I'm still, I'm with a new
1: person. Like she, she's my everything. everything. Fuck you. I'm
0: done. Yeah. So that's the end of, well, so the very end of book two is the decision that she has left. Yeah. You open up at the end of book two with her in a cafe working mm-hmm. as a waitress. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Okay. So book three, as previously stated, I am the only one of us that has read it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of make it short. I'm not going to get into a lot of details because I really do want Jillian to read this book. Eventually. So this is kind of where we're at. She, before she had left, oh, we kind of skipped over it, but Sean and her have met up at the very end and they kind of put closure to their past. Sean is like married with kids at this point. Mm -hmm. He gives her Dom's car. Yep. Okay. So in the second book, at some point it is said that There's only one other person that has the keys to this car. Now, Cecilia, at the moment, thinks that it's Sean. Right. Okay, so that's where we're at. Right. So, into book three, she's at this cafe. You learn this is her cafe. Yeah. Like, she owns this. She lives in this town. She owns this perfect dream house that she's always wanted. She has a dog named Bo. He's, like, this cute little English bulldog. Bo, by the way, is Dominic and... Tobias. Tobias is dad's name. Mm-hmm. So she ends her. Uh, nope, she is in the cafe. She's working. She sees on the TV that Tyler, friend, yep, is the secret service guard for the president. For the president.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she's like, "Holy fuck! They made it into the White House. They did what they wanted to do." She's elated and so happy for them mm-hmm. that they have done this. So she decides to leave early, goes out to the car. She sits in the car and the window is open. It was not open previously. Then she turns on the car and it's a song that was playing when she first met Tobias. Okay. And she's like, no, 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 not now, huh? not now. <laughs> she gets out of the car. She turns around and she sees him walking across the parking lot with like a bag of groceries. Hmm. And of course he's like, hey and she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? like you need to leave. I don't want you here. no hmm. And he lays it out on the table. I am on an extended leave. I'm not doing s- s- raven things. I'm here for you. I love you. I want to try this. I know I have to earn your trust. And she's essentially like, yeah, you do need to earn my trust. I hate you. I don't want to see you. But like you have nowhere to stay. So I'll take you to my house. Okay. Cause
1: I mean, right. he's still hot. So okay. right.
0: So he tells her like she's been, she's been watched like this whole time. Mm-hmm. So they know that so they were still protecting her from afar. Uh, you know, she has a this beautiful house. He learns that she has a life without him. And she's perfectly content in that. She's not dating. She's just living. Right. For me to read it, like, it was kind of emotional because What is that saying? Like, when a woman decides to finally move on, like, the guy always pops back up. They, like, have this sixth sense. Right. That's what this was. He's giving everything. He's telling her everything. And she's like, no. Like, it's too late. Mm -hmm. You've done too much. I don't trust you. There's no way that we can go back to what we were. Mm -hmm. So, like, skipping kind of forward and around. They don't have sex. She's refusing him because... She thinks that the moment they have sex, like, they're back in it. Mm-hmm. And she's just not ready. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you're still hiding things. I can tell you you still have secrets. And he does. Mm-hmm. You learn he does as the reader. Uh, there's a lot of flashbacks here to when he was young. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did like, though, about the flashback was it you start getting into a flashback series where... This is the moment that he found out about Celia, okay, being with Dominic and Sean. Okay. So now they're flashbacks, but they're fairly present, like present as in in the book that we've read. Mm-hmm. So I did kind of like that because it did give a different point of view in the story that you're reading, which I love a double point of view, so I appreciated that part of the book. Um, you find out that an enemy, is coming back into the picture and it's the same enemy that had to do with all the nonsense that happened at her house the day that she got exiled.
1: Okay.
0: And things are not well, okay. like things are not going good. He's more agitated because he doesn't really have control over anything that's going on right now, but you do find out that there are people watching him and her from the Ravens. Okay. So a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen. There's danger. Um, I kind of want to go towards the end because I, I really don't want to give away, like, all of the things that happen. But, um, you find out that Cecilia has actually been running the show. Like, she's a raven, right? Because they made her one. They made her one. And the person that actually made her one was tobias Mm -hmm. he tattooed her when she was drugged Mm -hmm. so she is a raven she has control the ravens know who she is and what her role in tobias's life is so she's using that to her advantage she is having people come and watch she's having people undercover and like this other organization that's coming in and she's blatantly running the show and tobias has no idea Mm. So he actually thinks all of these things are happening, but it's because Cecilia is making them happen. Mm. And at this point, he realizes that she has it in her. Mm -hmm. Finally, Mm -hmm. it only took a thousand pages. Right. Which for me as Cecilia, I would be like, well, I fucking told you so. I told you you could trust me i told you i could handle it i told you all of these things and i've been telling you over and over and over and the only time in which you've now believed me is when i have been able to pull one over on you right okay i don't know good for her yeah but i still feel like if you love somebody you should still trust them enough to like tell them your secrets yeah. right yeah And he just kept hiding and hiding and hiding. And finally she was like, no, fuck you. I'm done with this shit. So she took matters into her own hands. Tyler comes back. Uh, You find out the president of the United States is actually Tobias's friend. Mm -hmm. So they placed him there. Okay. So it's not just Tyler. Um, Sean comes back. You learn that his wife's pregnant with the third. Okay. And then you also learn that the government is now a part of the Raven Society. So they are going to be able to do all of the things they wanted to do, at least until the current president leaves office. Right. Uh, there is an epilogue. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. Um, It's a good one. Um, It does wrap up the story nicely. I wish there would have been, like, a side book for, like, Tyler. And I would have liked to know more about Sean's life. Hmm. So, I don't know, for me, it did wrap up good, but I really cared about other characters outside of just Cecilia and Tobias. So, I really wish that they would have talked a little bit more about them. I kind of missed out on them in the third book a little bit. Yeah. I
1: was so. not emotionally invested in any of the characters yeah. or the side characters. Yeah. So like I was not in a rush to read the third book yeah. after I read the second book. Yeah. Um and it wasn't because I w- needed a break or anything like that. Like I mean again we talked about I ran out of time but I don't feel like I would be reading the third book yeah. or
0: like a Tyler book or yeah. a
1: Sean book or
0: yeah. I'm good. See, I liked the series. I was not crying in a Kleenex. Right. But I think when I originally read this series, I read the whole thing, all three books, in like less than a week. mm yeah. So I really liked it. I would keep reading, but, uh, again, I don't feel emotional devastation in my life because of it.
1: Yeah. If you had to, or your Dick's course,
0: what what are you going to give it overall? Um... I think I'd give it, I'd be pretty high. I think I'd probably be a nine out of five. Oh God. Here we go again. So we four, you're going to give it a yep. four out of five. Yep. Yeah. 4.5 out of five. Oh, I just didn't like the constant flashback. It would have shortened the series by like 400 pages yeah. without the flashbacks. I understand the purpose of them, but there were too many. Mm. So four and a half for me. I'm doing a three. Yeah. Yeah um not in
1: a rush to read the finish line i'm good yeah i think i got all i needed to Mm -hmm. out of the story um it was it was a great story and it's great writing it's very detailed writing yes so sometimes that causes me to skip yeah um and the flashbacks that causes me to skip because i just you know you can't really put a flashback in the middle of like the action and you need to know what's happening yeah in the action so um i would just say the ravenhood series overall i i Again, do not agree that it's a reverse harem. Mm-hmm. I do think that you can read the series without it gutting you in any kind of emotional way. Um, so I don't think you should be scared to get to read it, but it's not my favorite series. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Fair enough. What's coming up for next week?
0: Ooh. Is it a Moonlight and Whiskey? It is.
1: So, Moonlight and Whiskey by Trisha Lynn.
0: So, Trisha... Uh, actually sent us her book we met her via a tick talk mm-hmm. uh, and we said we will review this for you yeah so we are going to read it and review it and we're gonna tag her up yeah so, so watch out on social media for that it's coming next week again don't forget to click the link tree that is in our instagram get some free trials if you want mm-hmm Uh, You will notice we will start very soon. Uh, Some may have already gone through. I'm not sure if you noticed or not, but we are able to start tagging the books to buy and listen. So if you would like to do that, don't forget to click those links. All All
1: right. right. Have a great week.
0: So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smart Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. (laughs) Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smotthive.outlook.com. We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.